This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. So welcome to uh, Reimagine Law, this podcast series um, that we've been running for about two and a half years now, looking to bring to life the breadth of careers you can have within the legal sector, the different entry points, and give those really important insights into uh, the profession and hints and tips about how to get both into the profession and do well when in uh, the, the profession. This is one of a few podcasts that we are running uh, with CMS. Uh, CMS are a really fantastic supporter of the Reimagine Law podcast series, so a big thank you to them. Uh, and this specific podcast today is focused on the skills and the knowledge that you're going to, to, to build uh, and how the assessment works for the really fast-growing and exciting solicitor apprenticeship route um, into legal profession. So let's get started. So first question I'm going to be posing to uh, you, Rebecca, and just before you answer the question, if you just want to do a quick introduction to yourself, so we know who a bit about you and then answer the question. Now, my first question to you, Rebecca, is this. So with when it comes to the solicitor apprenticeships, how is the assessment different to what individuals might have experienced at school and university? Hi, so uh, my name is Rebecca Shipton and I'm a solicitor apprentice at CMS uh, and I'm in my third year currently. Um, the one main difference I would say um, in the assessments with the apprenticeship versus at school is they are all assessed um, online. So you'll need to get used to using a laptop to complete your assessments. Uh, being at school, a lot of us probably sat exam-based subjects uh, in person uh, in an exam hall, which were closed book and with pen and paper. Uh, so with the apprenticeship route, there are three different types of assessments. Um, some of the modules are assessed by an oral examination, which is carried out through a video conferencing platform. Um, which is a very unique experience, not something you'll have ever um, done before. Um, what is good is that during the course, you'll com complete what we call SUTs, which are sort of mini assignments where you will be able to practice those skills. It won't be sort of diving straight in to the video um, assessment just um, for the main exam. So um, that's one of the types. Um, another is a, a coursework. Um, which is also submitted online uh, and you have about two weeks from the, so they release the question and then you have about two weeks to prepare uh, your answer and then the third type which you'll probably be more comfortable with and used to is an online um, exam which would be similar to what you would have done at school but obviously on a laptop. So just some hints and tips on how to prepare for these assessments um, the good thing about um, our university provider is that um, they allow us to pre complete mock exams. So I'd say make the most of these exams, use them to practice in time conditions um, and use any feedback and marks from your assessments and mock exam to guide your revision uh, and to improve the quality of your work for the end exam. I'd also say a massive thing that helps me would be to create some tables with key information, just snippets of information, um, because as I said, the online exams are open book. So whilst you will need to obviously have revised because you've got that time constraint, uh, you will have the opportunity to just go back and uh, check anything if you really need to. So I would say set up 
um, a table of key information. And my second tip would also be to create some exam answer structures to refer back to if you need to um, when you're doing the open book exams, uh, because I think sometimes you can be very thrown off when you first see the question. And it's good to sort of have that guide to keep you like on the right lines, I suppose, um, and so you can keep calm. Fantastic. Rebecca, thank you uh, for, for sharing those really useful tips. Uh, and Mehdi, we've got you here today as well. And, and thank you very much for, for taking part. With these assessments, how is it graded as you progress through the different stages of your solicitor apprenticeship? Thanks, Simon. So I'm Mehdi. I'm a second year solicitor apprentice at CMS. And in terms of the assessments and how they're graded, I'd say it's pretty similar in terms of the grading structure to a normal uni assessment. So you'll have your pass grade, uh, you'll get a third, a 2-2, two, two, a 2-1, two, and then a first. And I think the percentages are also pretty similar. So you need 70% for a first, 60% for a 2-1, 50% uh, for a 2-2, two, 40% two, for a third, and so on. There's also different kind of stages that you're at in your apprenticeship so you might get a first in year one but it will be for a level four assessment so throughout the apprenticeship you'll encounter three different types of levels for your exam so level four level five and level six so initially you'll be working at level four which will be kind of more easier areas of law um, quite beginner level so so far we've done criminal law tort law um, public law, those types of things. Um, and you're given a structure and a guidance to follow of targets that you need to kind of meet and specific things that you need to include in your answers to your exams to make sure that you're getting the grades that you want to. And then as you move on, you'll encounter level five and level six modules. And these start to get a bit more difficult. So more detail is required. Things will start to get a little bit more technical. But again, the university will always provide you with a guide on what you should be doing to get the grades that you want to achieve. Fantastic. Thanks for uh, explaining in a really easy to understand way, Mehdi, how that works. So, uh, so, so thank you. And then the other really important part about um, apprenticeships and, and very definitely with solicitor apprenticeships is how you manage your day jobs, your work, the work that you're required to do, as well as the academic, so your, the degree that you are essentially um, studying for. So Mehdi, again, do you want to share a little bit about uh, how you manage that and what's the key to do well when it comes to managing uh, all, all the things you've got to do? So the way the apprenticeship is structured uh, means that you get one day a week to study. So 20% of your time is meant to be spent studying and 80% of your time is working at your day job at your law firm. So at CMS, we get Fridays off to study. And one thing that I found that was really important was to kind of set boundaries early on, let people know that you are an apprentice, that you are studying for your law degree and you need that Friday off. Because if you find yourself doing work on the Friday, you'll find yourself falling behind on your studies. And your studies are important to make sure that you actually can progress and continue on the apprenticeship. So in terms of that, in terms of managing work and study, it's, a, it's really important to set boundaries. But then on the study day itself, it's all about what works for you, because the degree is technically an online degree and you have deadlines to meet. But otherwise, you're pretty free to study kind of how you'd like. So for me personally, I watch the lecture probably on 1.5 times speed, but then pause as I go so I can take notes. And then after that, I'll complete the reading and have a look at the SUT, which is the assignment that we have to normally submit 
um, for six out of the 10 units that we do as part of a module. What I'll do is I'll have a look. If it's something that I think can be done quickly, I'll do it on my study day. If not, I'll draw up a little plan for myself for the assignment and find another day that works best for me to work on it. So I, I usually use Sunday as, al as almost my second study day. Um, otherwise, if I'm busy during the weekend, you can use some time during the week to make sure that you're keeping up with your studies. Or if you really want to, you can work kind of a bit later on the Friday and try and get everything done. Peddy, thank you. Um, final question, uh, and um, we're going to start with you uh, responding to Rebecca, and then Mehdi, I know you've got some thoughts on this as well. So how does the Solicitor Apprenticeship Programme match up to the SRA competencies that you need? So Rebecca, do you want to talk a bit about that? Yes, so um, to ensure that we're by the end point, um, meeting the competencies that are required of us, um, we're allocated a skills coach from the university um, provider. And their job really is to ensure that we're getting the on-the-job experience that we need um, in order to gather the correct um, evidences to put together a portfolio, which we submit in our fifth year. Um, and so every 12 weeks, we will have a meeting with our skills coach um, and our CMS supervisor will also attend to discuss on-the-job pro progress and also to set new targets ahead of the next meeting. And these are usually um, targets that uh, require us to gather evidence of work we've done um, and match them to a particular competency. And we're really encouraged to do this from an early stage um, as some of the seats we, we um, sit in, uh, some of the teams that we, we, we work in might um, be very different. So for example, in my second year, I sat in a contentious seat in the defendant personal injury team. And the sorts of experience and competencies that I ticked off in that seat are very different to what I'm doing now in my transactional real estate seat. So it's really important that um, we have these sort of competencies in mind from an early stage and we take them through each different seat. And our ULaw skills coach really helped help us to focus on that from an early stage um, so that it's not such a massive task. So when it comes to year five and we've got this portfolio to submit. Brilliant. Yeah, Rebecca, thank you. And funny enough, we cover this in another podcast in the Reimagine series about how different seats can help you to, to, to develop different competencies. Um, so it's yeah, really good point that you make and, and really great to know about the, the value of your skills coach. And, and Mehdi, I know you're going to talk a bit about the, uh, the, the summer camp. Yes. So um, slightly misleadingly, uh, the university calls it summer school. Uh, what it is, is really one day where it's in person and another and another day where it's online. But it's a chance to work on certain skills that are mentioned in the SRA competencies. So the great thing about the in-person summer school is that you get to meet solicitor apprentices from other firms uh, from up and down the country. And um, you get to kind of work on your skills together. So I remember that last year, the one I went to, we helped to work on our verbal communication, uh, presenting in an advocacy style court situation. And that was a really good way to develop those skills and something that you can then look forward to the next year and make friends and network. For the online summer school, um, it's more based on your individual skills that you don't necessarily need to develop in person. So things like your written communication, which you can then submit helping to kind of check in and make sure that you're writing for the appropriate style and tone, depending on your audience and those types of things. 
and that helps to just just support you with your on the job work but also fill in any gaps that you might have if you haven't had the chance to do it yet as part of your seat Mehdi, thank you. That, that's really useful to understand how that works. And there was me calling it summer camp and it's called a summer school. And either way, it's, it feels like it's fun. Uh, and it sounds like it is because you get a chance to grow your network. But importantly, that, that it's that opportunity, as you say, to really continue to develop your, your skills and your competencies that you need going forward. So thank you. So listen, a very big thank you to you both for, for sharing what you have. You, you've kind of lifted a lid, I think, on what I would call the sort of nuts and bolts of the uh, uh, of the um, solicitor apprenticeship program in terms of, you know, the assessments that, that you need to uh, uh, go through, how you're graded, how to manage your work and study. So the actual practical doing of the uh, of the solicitor apprenticeship and also what support is there for you, um, which I think is obviously hugely important for any program. So. To Mehdi to you and Rebecca to you, a really big thank you for everything you have um, uh, shared today. It's been incredibly valuable and we appreciate your time. So thank you. Mm -hmm.